Hey there, retail leaders. It's Steve Worthy. Before we jump into our episode that I know you are going to enjoy, I've got a little something that I think you'll like. You know how we always talk shop and we share insights here, right? Well, I put together this newsletter. It's called Worthy Retail News. Here's what it does. It allows us to continue our candid dialogue. It's another way for us to provide straight talk conversations and stories and even some more behind the scenes perspectives from top professionals in the retail industry. Just click the link in the show notes to subscribe or better yet, you can go to worthyretailnews.com. It's just that easy. Worthyretailnews.com. Trust me, it's worth a look. All right, let's go ahead and dive into the episode. Did you know that only 43% of employees trust their business leader or their manager? And part of that mistrust is due to inefficient or irregular communication. There's some leadership selection, people that they have selected that, you know, um, you know, maybe have, have leapfrogged you and you didn't agree with that. And so those are some of the kind of base level issues. How many of you have felt a lack of empowerment on your jobs? Your ability to make a decision without your boss being there. Your ability to run your department as a leader, as you see fit. As a retail leader, you have to make decisions daily, hourly, sometimes on the minute. And you don't have time to run every single idea past your boss. And so I'm pleading to those who are retail leaders at a higher level, make sure that you are empowering your team. If not, they are going to make a move on, up, or out of your organization. So it's time to learn about the law of empowerment. Welcome to Retail Leadership, hosted by Steve Worthy. We understand that retail is a fast-paced industry and that a leader's decision will impact everyone every day all over the world. Listen, it's time for you to stop being the leader others think you should be and time for you to become the leader you have always wanted to be. Are you ready? Let's go. So many of us are limited by our unwillingness to give up something either because, you know, of wanting to hoard the knowledge or the skills to ensure job security. Sometimes we resist change. Sometimes there is a lack of self-worth or, or low self-esteem, and we feel that if we hold on to this knowledge or um, this position or this um, uh, level of, I guess, uh, inform uh, of being informed and not sharing it with others, we feel a sense of entitlement. We feel a sense of power. The worst thing that you can do as a leader is to walk around with that sense of and uh, that sense of power and not empower your team the fear of losing control the fear of not um of of your team leading without you sometimes is a very daunting um kind of idea for a lot of new leaders and even some seasoned leaders but i'm here to tell you right now there are some keys. There are some things that you need to learn that we're going to be getting into right now that you need to learn about how to empower your team. Because if you don't do these things to empower your team, guess what? Your team 
they're going to leave. They're going to move on. Um, they're not, they're, they're, they're going to either become a compliant team. They are not going to become committed to you, your vision and your overarching goals for your store, your market or your region. So let's go ahead and get into these keys to empowering your team. All right. So here we are three keys to empowering people at work. Number one, number one, it may sound simple, but a lot of leaders don't do it and they don't do it effectively. Share information. One of the best ways to build a sense of trust and responsibility in people is by sharing information. It is not doing you any favors by hoarding or holding off information. Now, here's the thing. I know that there are time, there are sensitive information in retail when it comes to talent moves, right? When it comes to product releases, um, it, when it comes to possible visits, when it comes to um, maybe having coaching conversations with other people that could be uh, that other leaders peers. I get it. There are there's a time and a place for not sharing information, but for that level of information that you can share around visits, around different things that are taking place in the company, um, around who they are as a leader, feedback that they've received from a customer, um, or feedback that you just want to see and want to share. It's imperative that you, that you give them that information. So that way, when here's the thing, I have seen this happened in so many situations in, in my career where I will walk in one store and I would expect once again, something to be up, whether it's a display or it is a partnership that we have with like Sonos or some other brand. And they have paid money for an in cap. And that in cap was supposed to be up at the start of business that day. You walk in the store and you typically go through all your stores and you want to make sure that that's up. One of the things that I have seen and has really pissed me off is that I will walk into a store and I'm actually talking to a person who may, they may be responsible for putting it up, but then their leader never shared the information with them. They never talked to them about it. And then I'll go to another store and I'll see the exact opposite. And so I, there is, so that lets me know that there's a communication gap. So when you are not sharing information, you are not empowering your team. So guess what the experience, the experiences were two different experiences. When I went to the stores, when one person had the information and they were in the process of putting, putting up the display. When I went to the other store, they didn't have the information and they had to search for it and search for it and search for it. And guess who had a better experience? So when you don't share information, you put your people in a very awkward position, not just for themselves, but when your boss is visiting or there's information that, that they should know that they are actually not executing on. You're listening to Retail Leadership with Steve Worthy. All right. Number two is to create autonomy through boundaries. I know this sounds counterintuitive completely, but in a culture, 
um, boundaries show people where they can be autonomous and responsible rather than telling them what they can't do. Okay. I know that sounds counterintuitive where you're telling, you're trying to provide um, people the measure of empowerment to make decisions. However, there is a limit to the decisions that a person can make. People can overreach. Some people, you have to taper or temper, if you will, the level of empowerment that you provide to some of your leaders, because some of your leaders are greedy with the empowerment that they have and that they want to have. And we've seen it in so many different leaders who are, um, they're chomping at the bit to become leaders and you empower them and give them, you know, just a measure of, um, I guess, authority to get a job done or get a task done and they take it and they, they automatically become almost like a taskmaster. And then one of the worst things that you can ever hear when you empower somebody and they're trying to get something done, the worst thing you can, you can, you can hear is that, well, Steve gave me the authority to do X, Y, and Z. Oh my gosh. That just, that just grates at me. And hopefully it grates at you, grates at you as a as a as a leader as well. When someone you give them the authority, and they're they're not confident enough to utilize their authority, or they don't have sometimes the influence to execute on their authority. So guess what? They name drop, and that just infuriates the 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 other person. It just infuriates the the uh, the, the worker, and because you, obviously you can't get it done on your own, so now you have to bring Steve or whoever else into the equation. So don't do that. You have to create boundaries and and you know around what can actually take place and what they can do and what they and what they can't do because um, uh, if if you don't, you're going to um, have an empowerment um, gap. Within your within your store, within your region, and with your market, that you are going to have to kind of go back and recapture. And I'm telling you, you that is probably hard is to kind of recapture some of that rogue authority, if you will. And this last one, this last key, it actually speaks to the heart of you know one of the biggest and best things that you can do as a leader. Is and it's and it's hard um, because this may require you getting rid of some people or demoting or moving people to another store or another location or another department or whatever it is. But you have to replace the old hierarchy with self-directed individuals on your team. I'm sorry. Uh, you know, we, we, we talked, the first two were about trying to help that individual. This last one is really more about you as a leader and your legacy and the things that you need to, to get done. Sometimes you have to replace the old hierarchy with self-directed individuals. One of the things that I tell my teams all the time when I have them take on a new role um, in a new store, um, and there was a 
either a leader that I either had to fire or they retired or um, they made a move to across the country or whatever it may be. They were they were beloved um, or sometimes they were not beloved. Didn't doesn't doesn't matter. One of the first things that I would always tell them is to get ready to hire is to get ready to hire. And and they were like, no, Steve, I can turn it around. I can turn it around. I know they'll be okay. And I'm telling you right now, don't do it. Get ready to hire. Because, and I'm not saying you're going to have to get rid of the entire team, but there are going to be people on that team that are super loyal to that previous leader, and they are not going to listen to a word that you got to say. Just letting you know that right now. They are not. They are they are dead set on um, your demise. They are going to plot, scheme, and try to do whatever it is that they can do to sabotage your tenure as a leader because they were able to get away with whatever it is that they were able to get away with with that previous leader, and you're not and you're not that person, and you've come in with these different set of standards and thoughts and how you want to lead, so. In those situations, you have to replace that old hierarchy with some more self-directed leaders who have bought into your vision. They're not yes men or women, but they've bought into your vision and what you want to do. But they are self-directed leaders who love empowerment, but they don't take it to the nth degree where, uh, where, where they are abusing it. So once again, that last one is replace the old hierarchy with more self-directed leaders. So what does this look like, Steve? Okay. What is this? It is North Star time. It is time for the North Star. This is the part of the show where I let you know what this looks like. Everything that we just spoke about and what it looks like or what it should look like in your career. And if you're implementing this correctly, if you're taking a sincere look at who you are as a leader and the things that you should be doing. Okay, so here's a couple of things that will help you know that you're on the right track. There's going to be rapid, positive decision making. When you empower somebody, there is a a built in piece of loyalty that they have towards you because you have given them a um, a license to lead at a higher level than other people have. And there's an instant level of loyalty that's actually built into that relationship or established when you empower people. And with that, it doesn't it doesn't um, consistent consensus doesn't occur. And what I mean by that is that they don't just automatically become yes men, but they start to see things on a different scale than they did previously. When you are empowering people and having them think at a higher level of leadership, the decisions that you used to make that they initially couldn't understand, they start to understand and see. They're like, oh my gosh, I see why Steve had to make that decision. Oh my gosh, I see why Steve, you know, um, had had to let so-and-so go. They start to understand your plight, if you will, a little bit more as a leader. And so decision-making over time becomes a lot more positive and constructive. So that's one when you know that you're actually hitting your North Star. 
Number two, more proactivity at all levels of your team. There is nothing, there is nothing like coming into a meeting within your store, your market, and everybody is on it. <laughs> that is that is the most one of the most refreshing feelings. Everybody's on it. Everybody's going after it. Um, you hear you 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 hear um of there's a buzz um in the meeting in the meetings and people are talking about things they're uh, excited about it they're exchanging ideas from one period to the next there is a um a, a robust um level of of let's get her done and let's get her done right like in the room and spirit that's in the room so there is going to be this measure of proactivity that you have not seen before when you are empowering your team because they are so thankful that you have given them the opportunity to be the best version of themselves or a better version of themselves or um, a version of themselves that they didn't really know existed until you empowered them. So now they're loyal and now they're ready to get the job done along with you and the rest of their peers. And this leads, of course, to number three, where you have a more solution-oriented conversations. You know, it is it is one of the things that I I have a difficult time, very difficult time, listening to people complain without a solution. I just do. It is just one of my pet peeves. Um, I have, I think I've always been like that. And so it hasn't just been with my, my level of things in retail. I've always been in the context of like, man, dude, what's the solution though? What, how do we get, how do we move past this? Like, I get it. You, people can define problems all day long. But if you don't come to the table with some measure of, of a solution or at least some, um, um, I guess, you know, thought of a potential solution that we could take or action that we could take, then, you know, you're not doing me any favors, right? And this problem is going to continue to persist. So when you are empowering your team and they feel um, that there is this level of trust that you currently have, they will come to you with not just problems or um, challenges, they will come to you with more solutions or they will ask you to help them uh, create a solution for a problem and that will actually empower them even more so to move forward with whatever solution that could be for them. Here's the thing. You got to do these things as a leader, right? You are, you are going to remain a positional leader if you are not empowering your team and helping them become better in some way, shape, or form, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm pleading with you as, as leaders to make sure that you are doing whatever you can to empower your team to be better leaders, to sometimes become better leaders than you. And that is okay, because along this journey of leadership, you will find that there are going to be people who just are better than you as a leader, but you have your own leadership voice, your own leadership influence. 
and people will come to you for very specific things. And that is because the, the best part of leadership is that when you find out who you really are, man, oh man, I tell you what, you can walk in that. You can bask in that. You will have so much more confidence than you have ever thought possible when you truly understand who you are as, as a leader and when you are empowering people to be their best. So the law of empowerment, it is to give the means, the power, or the opportunity to do something to other people. It's to give them some measure of authority so that they can make decisions that are going to be impactful for them, for their destiny, and for the store, and also for who you are in your journey as a leader. Are you empowering people right now? Do you feel the, I guess, uh, the trust in your company? Do you feel the, the ability to make a decision? And even if it's sometimes the wrong decision, that you feel that you'll get reprimanded, but you are just trying to make a difference within your organization or within your company. One of the things that we help retail leaders understand is who they are as a leader along their leadership journey so that they can make a decision whether they need to move up within the organization and how to do that, whether they need to move on, onto something different, onto another company, um, another role, um, or out of that organization and try something completely different. With Worthy Retail You, we will help you craft your ideal thought process as a leader and understanding who you are and help you kind of create and navigate those next steps that you need to take. Part of it is helping you understand where you currently are within your leadership skill set. And once you understand where you are with your leadership skill set, now you can start to think differently about where you want to go. And that is one of the biggest aspects that I've seen with leaders who fail to take control of their leadership journey, their career journey, is they don't understand where they are. They just look for the next best and brightest. But guess what? They they start job hopping. We don't want you to do that. We want you to feel secure in where you are and with the company so that you can be the best version and also the best leader that you possibly can be. So connect with us at asksteveworthy.com. There is a sheet, there is a place down there where you can connect with us um, and we can have a preview call and just talk a little bit about where you are within your journey. We thank you so much for listening to the law of empowerment. It is one of the biggest laws that you as a leader have to understand. You have to put this in your toolbox and you have to leverage it for the best result possible for your team and also for your journey and your career as a leader. Have a great day and God bless. Okay, okay, okay. Before you go, before you go, hey, I just wanted to say thank you so much for being a massive part of Retail Leadership with Steve Worthy. I got to tell you the ideas, concepts, and also the challenges that you guys face out there as retail leaders 
you know, it keeps us going. It is the fuel that helps us um, create these podcast episodes. And we just want to thank you so much. Please, if you have more ideas and things that you're dealing with or struggling with that you want to hear about, let us know as well. Also, if you're interested in working with Worthy Retail, let us know. If you want to learn more about the campus, we have links in the description as well. So, hey, I will see you in the next episode. Have a great day and God bless.